Hey friends, it us. We're back with a new episode of my Best Vintage Life podcast. I'm Bridget Morawski, and this is my co-host, Art Bazarkanian. Yeah, I always forget my last name. Yeah, I, I don't know how, but uh, you do. Yeah. It's a little weird. We can do our normal notes, our normal intro notes, make them as quick as I possibly can. Email admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. That's admin at mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. Social media, you can find us at My Best Vintage Life Podcast via Instagram and Pinterest. We have a website. It's www.mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. You can sign up for our monthly Vintage for Business newsletter there. It comes out once a month. We also have a Google Voice line, 559-365-6743. That's 559-365-6743. There's been some interesting messages left on that. I love listening to those. They crack me up. Yeah, I have to get around to uh, putting them together on a file Yeah, and playing them. Some great ideas. Yes. Um, you threw me off. Is that your phone? Rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcast app and also on Podchaser. Check Podchaser out if you are looking for a cool place to store all your favorite podcast episodes or just shows in general. You can make playlists. It's really cool, and it's a great place to rate and review. Rating and reviewing the podcast is a free way, on your end at least, a free way to support the show. It just takes a little bit of your time, and it really makes the show more visible for a larger audience, and we want to continue to grow the show. Um, We appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Although we haven't had a good review in a while. Well, we've never had a bad review. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we that, have. That person that complained about me um, eating or always being hungry. Yeah. yeah. Well, well you record before lunch or around lunch. Suck a bag of you know what. Anyways, obsession at the moment. Okay, I said my obsession at the moment is um, the Skinwalker Ranch show. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what mine's is? What? Marisa. Oh, Marisa. Yeah. I don't think Marisa's probably gonna fly with most people that listen to my podcast oh it should it's hilarious lighten up it's a great funny spoof it's a it's a parody that was made a long time ago before woke culture became a thing and uh, once upon a time everyone loved this character from beyonce to j-lo to whoever nowadays i feel like if anybody new finds it they'll probably have a a meltdown, but I I think it's hilarious. I don't think there's any malintent meant by it. It's super funny. The comedian's name is Giannis Papas. He's Greek. He lives in New York, and he uh, plays a character named. You Marisa. know what's going to happen with woke culture? What it's going to be like the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki. Yeah. Well, you didn't let me finish Extinct. about the Skinwalker Ranch. Okay, go ahead with yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. Well, no, the Skinwalker Ranch is located in northeastern Utah. It is a hotbed of paranormal activity, including. Unidentified aerial phenomenon, uh, the new name for UFO, a UAP. Also poltergeist activity, trickster activity. Uh, The land was once inhabited by the Utes. And the Navajo. And the Navajo, yes. Uh, So lots of weird stuff going on there. The show is on History Channel. It's a little cheesy. I don't really watch any reality TV except for this. Um, And Art watches it as well. And we- I do like it. We make fun of a lot of the characters- on the show, especially this guy named Dragon, because he always has like the worst resting bitch face. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, He's a crack up. um, 
you were talking about the Anunnaki, yeah. the extinct people. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be woke culture. It's going to become extinct. Oh, absolutely. I think, I mean, I think at some point in time, it's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, you can, there's so many people out there just like living to censor and pick on people and every little thing they've ever done. And it's like, what are you actually doing for causes? You know? Yeah. Like ask them, ask them to volunteer. I'd like right. to see like, oh, interesting. You can spout off all you want online, but yet you won't go and actually put some action behind your words. That's, exactly. that's how I feel about a lot of these people. And it's not that, you know, there's, I don't think that there are issues out there that people deserve to be angry or frustrated about, but like. Anger doesn't do anything. Talking, talking in circles the way some of these people do. It's just like, God, what are you ever going to change? And I can't talk because I don't volunteer and I don't do a lot to help issues. But at the same time, I'm not pretending like I do. Right. I'm right. not going to pretend like I'm some pious saint. That's oh, no. Perfect. <laughs> no, no. Is that, um, Unless saints called? are sailors. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so anyways, Skinwalker Ranch, if you like creepy stuff, check it out. Um, all right. I'm, I'll come back to the patron stuff. Halfway through, about ish. Oh, I'm glad you've adopted one of my suggestions. Yeah. Of the 47, I, I, I have one. That I'm going to forget. Um, you won't forget. I made these nice and big for your old eyes. These I notes. know you're not talking to me. I know you're talking <laughs> to your blind dog. <laughs> okay. So today we're going to talk about basically, I've been getting a ton of wholesale FAQs from people. I put this in an order, kind of like a chronological order of like when you would first reach out to us all the way to the end of your shopping visit. Um, and there's quite a few questions. We're kind of going to just do them like rapid, rapid fire, not going to spend a ton of time on each question. And some of these I just receive frequently. Some of them I get from everyone. Some of them I ever only have ever heard like once or twice. So it's a it's a mixed bag of FAQs. So the first one. Um, are these for me to answer? Or are they're these... for both of us. Oh, okay. So you can start off, and if I feel like there's anything to chime in with, I will. What's the chance your, of that? It's your, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's your warehouse. Um, okay. Do I need a resale license if I pay you in cash, Art Bazarkanian? Yes. You need a resale license if you are in any sort of business in this state or anywhere you're at. Um, you should have it regardless. If you're doing flea markets, you're doing anything, you need one. And regardless of what you pay, you need to have a license. Okay. Cash, credit yeah. card, it doesn't matter. That's so, just part hey, of part cash, of having your own business. You need to have it. Cash payments are great, but that doesn't change the fact that when you come here, we either need, like, beforehand, you can send us a picture. Um, you can send us a scan like a scanned in copy of your license and you can email it over whatever you're most technologically comfortable with. But yeah, it's like, it should be a habit just to have it on your phone so that you can, if mm -hmm. you come across a deal or you shop, stop to shop someplace yeah. that way you don't have to pay the tax. Yep. Um, is that good enough? That's yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, why do you have a minimum? Minimum is so, a lot of times when people aren't here, we're putting orders together and orders, online orders, email orders and orders that we normally deal with. Busy. And we're quite busy with that. And so when we have clients, I like to give them in warehouse clients. I like to give them my full attention and help them kind of navigate. So unfortunately, in the past, we've had some 
people who've really, I want to say, pretty much wasted an entire day for me on numerous occasions. And by the end of the day, they were spending like a couple of hundred dollars. And that just unfortunately doesn't cut it because most of the times, like for example, today I've spent four hours putting orders together and it's quadruple to five times what our minimum is. So it's, I think it's a very fair, low minimum. And it's just to make sure the people that come here are serious and aren't wasting their time and my time. Arts time is money. So is yours. And so is mine, but especially yours. Yeah. And And I never had had a minimum until until recently. Oh yeah. Because it was just absurd. I mean, and also like we had a lot of people making big messes. We had people asking us like a thousand and one questions and then they spent, you know, like $501, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to pull us away from our other jobs and that does not mean that you're not important to us as a client but we have to at some point in time you have to put a value on your worth which is why our our minimum is a thousand dollars that was the next question because I have had someone rudely ask me that one time like I don't understand why anybody would ask that especially I think you need to understand that the scope of our business sorry I accidentally stopped recording you're saying about the scope of our business yeah it's on a large scale I mean we work with companies that are multi-million dollar companies, you know, Fortune 500 companies. And then we also work with shop owners and boutiques. So you should kind of have an idea of what it is and you have the capability to spend that. And if you don't, then I don't think we're the right place for you. Not that what you're doing is wrong or not significant to you, but there's other lower tier places like fleas, thrift stores, yard sales, and possibly other warehouses that aren't as large or busy but i mean good luck because everybody i mean there are people charging people just to get in these days oh yeah there's a couple places in la it's thousand dollars ahead regardless of if you're with the same company or not and some we've had people ask you know oh if i bring someone can we combine and it's like no like this isn't i mean you want to come and have bring three people and each spend you know yeah, that just makes it more like personal shopping. Yeah, that's, no, that's, I mean, that's not okay. This is not a mall. This is not a store. We're a wholesaler. Right. And we're not set up for, you know, people's personal shopping excursions. You know, you can go do that with your friends at a thrift store or somewhere else. I had someone reach out to me recently tell me that, you know, they're looking for a, a pair of pants or a jacket they don't have. That's nice, but I, I'm sorry. That does not interest me. No, that's... You go to the mall. That. Our LA warehouse is set up a little bit differently. It's more like, it's more. Not I for think. long. So take advantage of it. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. August 1st, it's changing to only going to be open three days a week. And that's it. And appointment only. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. I take that back then. But I was just saying previously and currently it is set up more to be acceptable, like to go in there and buy one or two things, you know, and maybe it's like At one a premium. or two expensive things. But yeah. like. We just don't have time for that. And, you know, I, I there's only so many ways for me to be nice about it. I've been quite firm with people lately, um, probably bordering on a little bit bitchy, but it's just like, I don't know what to tell you. This is not a store. Well, I think in all relationships, whether it's personal, business or anything, it's nice to have boundaries and rules because then there's no... Oh, our know. boundaries are... Boundaries, yes. Wow. See, I, I listen to you. Those. You. <clears throat> Okay, what is your preferred payment method? 
Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. I like the coin. The coin. No, we accept. I mean, I like Venmo. It seems like it's the fastest, easiest. Cash is fine. Uh, credit cards are fine. It's just show up with at least a form of payment that will cover. I, I've How had some. I mean, yeah. Show up here. And, this, this picked, and had no idea how to pay, which I'm like, how are you an adult? I mean, when you go to go grab a pizza, do you say, I ordered the pizza, but I just don't know how to pay. Like, you got to pay. Figure a way. <sighs> that rhymed. It did rhyme. But <laughs> I was just going to say, if you're planning on coming here and you have, say, like your budget's $3,000, it would be really lovely if you planned on bringing half cash or maybe 30% cash like, because we have people that come and spend these large amounts of money and then Art looks at them and he's like, where's your cash? Oh, we didn't bring any. Because when we process, as many of you know, there are steep fees. And when the money goes up, the fee goes up in terms of processing your credit card. So if you can bring any kind of cash, it's really appreciated. And I've always said that. Yeah. That's something most people know. They just tend to forget. And quote See, I usually don't do that for our domestic clients just because I know uh, – People in the United States really don't like to carry cash, but our Japanese clients, well, people I the know they States, have cash. A lot of people are cash poor, and they're living off of credit. Not so much that. I think <laughs> it's just the fact that it's you know a little bit more scary. They're not used to it. It's ATM and debit. I think it's a cultural thing. Um, what days are you open and what hours? So recently, for appointments or just open in general? For appointments. For appointments, Monday. Monday through Thursday for appointments and nine to four. And then if somebody has happened to stay a night, then we'll we've stayed till five if we've had to. Yeah. Um, um, and then Friday, we're only accepting like hyper local appointments. So if you're a Fresno and it takes you 10 minutes to get here, we're fine with you coming in on a Friday. But what's happened in the past is people show up on a Friday at like noon and want to stay until six or seven o'clock at night and i'm just not okay with that anymore and that's definitely a well it's just a tough day between a recent all boundary the last, reset. yeah all the last minute shipping we have to do on friday the p running payroll securing the premises for the weekend yeah you know so setting the dogs loose <laughs> yeah the attack we have new attack dogs yeah, yeah. randy and mike <laughs> they're foster dogs foster <laughs> we, that's that's a joke guys it's an inside joke um so yeah no no more like if you're coming from out of town no more friday appointments just monday through thursday um and if that's really an issue for you well if you come know. thursday night and yeah, you happen to stay yeah, friday some people that's do fine that they want to say they leave at noon or right. one yeah, yeah if you're gonna leave in the morning that's okay um but like if your goal is to get here on friday we'd rather you just schedule for another day yeah um Will I see the entire warehouse in one day? Um, not very likely in a productive way. I mean, yes, you can walk through the warehouse, obviously. Right. But in a meaningful way? No. 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 It takes a couple of days at best. And I've e we've even had clients come repeatedly, repeatedly, probably six, seven times, and never see the second section. And then she finally ventured over there and was like, oh, my God. I can't do this. I'll save it for another time. So, uh, so my suggestion is if you're coming from far away, anything more than three hours, you should stay a night. And there's some decent places in Fresno, unfortunately, not too close to the warehouse, like 15, 20 minutes away and, and no, get a we, hotel. We do not have a boutique hotel. Yeah. So, and if 
someone doesn't recognize that term, that's like a cutesy hotel, like the Ace or, you know, all these like hipstery hotels that are popping up all over the country. No, that does not exist in Fresno, unfortunately. There's one in Bakersfield and one in Visalia, but not one in Fresno. So Mm -hmm. We have a couple of safe places, like one near Whole Foods. Yeah, your main concern with a hotel in Fresno should be a safe area, and that's always something you can discuss with us um, because Fresno is... It's not a safe city. Just be perfectly honest with you. There's a lot of crime here, a lot of dangerous, serious crime here. And um, we want you to be safe. And I know. Yeah, for an extra 10 or 20 bucks, yeah. be safe. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ask like, us. Ask us. We'll, and we'll give put, you our opinion. Yes. I mean, even if you want to stay in a part of town that's nowhere near the warehouse, I'd rather you do that and have to drive a little bit than stay anywhere close to the warehouse uh, because the surrounding area is is not great, especially at night. Yeah, so. it's industrial. So Right. Um, will you give me a tour if I come to the warehouse? I, yeah. I, what I usually do is a great, welcome, here's the refrigerator. This is where you will find water. And here is where the restroom is. And then I kind of get an idea of what it is. I say, is there something specific you're looking for? And and then I start with that. And then I start showing what we have in bins, what we have on the racks, and show them things. Some people come with a list, and I, and I tell I'm them. And I'm going to get to that. And I tell them, okay, well, let's work through the list in a meaningful way. Other people are like, they get overwhelmed, and they get lost because they see a category that, you know, they need. But you know what I mean? Um, can I bring friends and or employees? Of course you could bring your employees, but what I like is when someone asks, you know, don't show up here with six people when you said, it's just going to be me and my employee and there's... Well, don't show up with six people, period, because we really, these days were, especially like during COVID times, it was like, we really don't want more than like a group of three people here, if possible. Um, it's just, it's better for us, like in terms of making sure everyone's getting equal attention. It's better for us in terms of wrapping up at the end of the day. Um, we've had people show up lately with like a few big groups and I'm just, you know, I, I give art like the what the fuck face, you know? So it's, see, I'm so used to it. I mean, we've had times where we've had 12, 13 different people at yeah, our they've warehouse. Yeah, they made a disaster of the place. I'm not talking about disaster. Oh. I'm talking about checking out. You're acting like it's a big deal to check people out and it's not. I mean, it is when you have to run like 12 credit cards, you know. In the old days, it wasn't credit cards. It was cash. Well, that would be easier in my opinion. But, you know, it's just if you we don't want to deter you from bringing people, but please just ask, is it okay if I bring my friend? Is it okay if I bring my assistant? Is it okay if I bring this person? Um, Because that is anything that helps you accomplish your goal of getting the things you need absolutely and we love our we love our clients um employees just as much as we love our clients and their friends you know oh chupi oh (laughs) big yawn arts holding chalupa bad breath oh well what a perfect segue can i bring my pet no unfortunately due to our insurance uh we can't have animals here Unless they're like real service dogs, not emotional support. Because if you need emotional support, I'll hold your hand and walk you through the warehouse. Yeah, I mean, uh, we do have a dog pen outside if you bring your dog. Um, It's a pretty decent sized run, like, and it's nice out here. But 
for the most part, it's just too hot to bring a dog anyways, even if there wasn't the insurance issue. Um, but if you are really in a, a pinch and you are okay with your dog being in like a large size kennel outside that's like partially covered. Or um, how about we've, we've got a couple of clients who have those transit vans. Yeah. And they and just, they, they just hang out the van there. Yeah. And they have the windows down. And like on a fall day, anywhere from like, I'd say a September. cool day in October until like, April, May, you're, you'd be fine doing that, but we just can't have them up on the floor. It's, you know, especially if it's an unfamiliar dog and you're, you know, they can't be off a leash. Like if someone got bit or hurt, then that's a liability for art. And I mean, you said somebody came once and their dog shit and they didn't pick it up like a long oh, time yeah, so, ago. And I'm talking about a big company. Ugh. And because of that, I've I would have mailed them, the shit to them. Oh, <laughs> I know you would have. <laughs> I just politely said, Sorry. Don't come I back. Don't come back. Yeah. Um, so a long a long answer to a short question is no. We would really rather if you did not bring your pets. But there are exceptions like you mentioned. Same thing with children. This really is not a great place for kids to hang out. Um, makes me nervous. I don't know. I know you, you your kids are different because they were here growing up, but... There are a lot of aloof parents out there, and I've seen kids. Yeah, it's not a safe place. Yeah, There's a lot of steel, boxes, sharp edges. nails, yeah. you name it. Um, can I ask questions prior to my visit, and is it possible to make a plan for myself prior to my visit? Yeah, that's smart. You should, your plan should really consist of what you is you're looking for, what your budget is, and are you buying four-season, off-season you know, a lot of people just think, okay, well, I'm going to, when I see it, I'll know what it is. And that's when you get overwhelmed. It's like, you should know, okay, I going to spend $2,000. I want to put about 500 bucks towards t-shirts, about a, maybe five, 600 towards denim, maybe a couple hundred towards sweatshirts. When you have a game plan like that, it'll help you move through the warehouse so much more efficiently. And I love, see, I love watching people who do that. You know, because you see it, the flow and you're like, wow, you are efficient. And, you know, and when you got the dilly diddlers who are in a box of sweatshirts for three hours and they come out with like hundreds of sweatshirts, but then they're like, I don't know if I need all this. Well, you don't, you know. Yeah, it's pretty easy to tell who's come with a plan and who hasn't. Yeah, and that's why I like to help those people. Like, okay, do you really need a hundred sweatshirts right now? (laughs) No. Okay, well, let's, okay, let's get you on. What else is it that you sell? Well, I like t-shirts. Okay, let's go look at some t-shirts and let's put some of this stuff back. Yeah. Um, oh, God. This one I did as a little tongue-in-cheek. What should I wear to the warehouse? <laughs> Armor. Yeah, we've had some. Interesting outfits. Uh, Men and ladies. Scantily clad. The yeah. least amount of clothing I've ever seen worn in the warehouse. And it wasn't even that hot. And I, you know, if you're confident in your body, you do you. But I will warn you of this. My legs get more scratched up in the warehouse in the summer than ever because I wear shorts. So if your abdomen and your breasts are exposed or your chest is exposed, um, you know, there's a lot of cardboard. We have wood bins. If you follow on Instagram, you've seen those wood bins. They have, like, metal around them. There's just metal in general. Um, if you're bending over, I, I, it's not going to feel great if your tummy or your t- 
tatas get scratched up. So, um, yeah, I agree. There's it's, it's kind of an awkward it's also conversation like, you know, to have, but yeah, the open toe shoes like sandals. Yeah, no, no, no. That's like yeah, no. we really, really want you to wear closed toe shoes. Um, I wear like in the summertime. I wear light. I have like these lightweight black socks, and I wear lightweight uh, Novesta high top shoes, but. Anything that's breathable, it's just sandals. I'm, yeah, I wear steel toe sneakers. Yeah, Art changes his shoes every morning. I see him do it. Um, you know, it's just I get that it it gets hot here, and some people are ultra confident in their bodies, but I just don't think it's the smartest choice. Um, just for risk of getting a cut or a yeah, bruise or scrape. Just safety. Yeah. So, um, should I pack a lunch and should I bring some water? I would say bring a, a container for water uh, since we have yes. those dispensers. We have, you know, sparkling water here yeah. as well. A lot of and people food. take a sip of their water, put it down, and there's three people, and they're like, is this your water? Is that, and, you know, it's just like, it, it, just bring your own container that you know, oh, yeah, I drink out of an orange water bottle every day. Then bring that with you, and then you don't have to worry about yeah, that. we can refill it. Yeah. We have and then hot water, food, cold water. The way I look at it is you know what you like. And you, it's kind of nice to have it with you because you don't waste time waiting for food yes. to get to you. I would say, like, a lot of people have started packing their own lunches. Um, if you have specific dietary restrictions, like you're vegan or you need uh, gluten-free or you can't eat X, Y, and Z thing, I highly recommend bringing your own food or letting us know in advance because if you get here and you're telling me that you're hungry and that you have to do all this stuff in terms of diet, like, oh, maybe your assistant's vegan and you can't eat this. And it's like, it puts a lot of pressure on me to throw together a lunch for you guys really quick. And not only that, but there's not a lot of options near the warehouse and uh, it takes a long time for food to be delivered. So I really just recommend bring a cooler and we have an upstairs fridge that's pretty much always empty. You can just throw it right in the fridge and there's a picnic table up there. You can sit downstairs and eat whatever you want. Um, it's just, I think it makes things easier for you. And like Art said, you won't have to sit around and wait for food either if it's ready to be eaten. Yeah. It's better use of your time. You know, and if you fly in or you drive in and you don't have food, there are tons of grocery stores. You know, if there's like a mini fridge in your hotel, you can definitely buy some stuff and put it in there and then bring it as well. So lots of options, but I do recommend bringing a water bottle and staying hydrated here as much as possible. Uh, what's the best way to shop the warehouse? With a shopping cart. <laughs> to shop any recommend, like, do you recommend people start at the racks or do they start at another area? What do you think? I think it all depends on what they need. Now, if they like to look and, you know, I just want to see what you have. And then I say, then definitely do the racks because everything else we have is more. Okay. This thing is all starter jackets. This is all army jackets. This is all very much separated by category. Whereas the racks, it's pretty much everything in a nutshell that we haven't been. So it's a good way of, uh, you know, kind of getting a taste before you go for the whole buffet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there are some like bigger boxes where we have mixes of things, but the racks are a quick and easy way to shop, especially if you're coming from out of town and you're limited on time. Yeah. And the Um, best part is I just saw these hunting jackets, but I only saw four or five of them. They're really cool. Do you have any more? 
Okay. Yeah. Like, here's a box of some, hunting jackets. Sometimes when we're grading, we pick out like the best few pieces and hang those, but yet there's like more general pieces in boxes. So that's always a good question to ask, you know, do you have more of this? Um, what if I have a question during my shopping trip, but I can't find you guys text me. Yeah. Text art, text me. If you have a note app on your phone, make a list of notes and then we can get together. Maybe when you're ready to eat lunch or you're kind of like ready to transition to a different point of shopping, maybe a different grouping and we can say, okay, here's the answers to your questions. Yeah. I never mind questions. Honestly, it just, it, it makes better use of your time and my time. Yeah. Because at the end, there's no like misconceptions. Oh my, I should I think have it's, asked. I think it's easier to like kind of group them together, you know, and ask in like chunks than it is like, hey, Art, bop, 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 bop. Hey, Art, bop, 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 you know? Wait a minute. The way you did that sounded familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to twitch. Who does that to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Bridget. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you group those questions together? <laughs> no, I don't do that. Oh, my God. I try so hard not to bother you. It's not a bother, but it's just cute the way you said it. <laughs> hey, Art. I'm like, ah! <laughs> um, what if I decide prior to invoicing that I don't want something? Like, I'm pushing my cart around, and I say, you know what? I just don't really want this sweater. What do I do with it? Well, you should take it back to where you found it, which would be very much appreciated and helpful. But I always say this and pick don't fill up your cart with maybes fill up your cart with yes. 90 to 99 percent sure items decide when you're at that box bin or at the rack like yeah i'm pretty good with this i really like this and let's say you find something it's exactly the same category the same everything but it happens to be a better one i get that you flip it out but if you could put it back where you found it much appreciated. Yeah, the putback thing was something I had never seen before I started working here. Like on my buying trips at my old job, we only took what we wanted. We never put anything back. Oh, I'm, I'm the same way. I never yeah, put anything I, back. Yeah, it's like it was kind of mind-numbing. Like when I first started, how many putbacks some people had. I was like, holy crap, like indecisive well, much? A lot of it has to do with the competitive nature of where those people, there's just a handful of them. Who, because what happens is there's other people shopping. So they feel like they have to get it off the floor so no one else gets it while they make Jeez. up their mind. I so guess unfortunately, I'm, not, I'm not here, a competitive person. Well, no, no, you don't understand. Some of the places where these people go, yeah. there's 20, 30 people shopping. Right. So if you like don't. your brothers. Yeah. Or other rag houses. Yeah. So they grab it and they put it in their cart while they're deciding. And then at the very end, they they weed it out. So they just didn't want someone else to take it while they were making up their mind. Where here, I don't schedule two companies or three companies or four like other places do. I like to have, you know, depending on once I get to know the person and what they're looking for and what their capacity to buy is. It's like one group a day. I try to do it yeah, that way. I mean, yeah. honestly, like that's another thing when it comes to scheduling. Like if I tell you, oh, we're we're booked up this week. It's not that we don't want you to come, but, like, we've been trying to keep it to one group of people a day unless we know that, like, oh, this person only comes and spends half a day, so maybe we'll do two groups of people, but it's... Yeah, I, 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 like, I, I don't like to make people like feel like they have to buy or, anything. That's why. I don't like to make people feel anxious. 
I don't like them to feel like, oh, if I don't get it, what if these people get it? What are they looking for? That anxiety is the last thing you need when you're trying to make good decisions. We especially space out our Japanese clients (laughs) because they are so paranoid. They are paranoid. They haven't figured it out. They're so paranoid. Like when they see another person walk in, they're just like, oh, my God. It's like, you know. Well, they think everyone buys the same thing. I know. I know. It's I just like I said, I'm not I guess I'm not not a competitive person. I don't know. Um, how do you invoice? What is the invoicing process like? So let's say I've done shopping. I've brought you my carts filled up with goodies. So what do you do now? I, well, I'll go through each piece and I'll put them into price categories or price buckets, as you say. No, don't say not, buckets. not buckets as in Home Depot buckets, it's, but price tiers. Yeah. We have had people think that, that we're talking about. We're actually putting your clothes in buckets. And then we charge you by that bucket. No, a bucket is just a, a number. A yes. Group. So depending on what it is, like, you know, whether it's. So we start, depending on what you got, bandanas usually are the cheapest thing. And it goes up to whatever the last item is. Like, here's this is your $5 grade, $10, $8, $20. And then there'll be certain amounts. So I'll write mix. But let's say you picked 40 Levi's pants. Well, I'll invoice that separately because you'll, it's you'll all this that category. Line a name. Yeah, I'll give that line Whereas, a name. Whereas, like, we very frequently do lines on an invoice that are just called mix. We don't do an individually lined invoice Um, Like Art said, like you have to have a decent amount of quantity in something for us to give it its own line on an invoice. And usually we typically do that for Levi's. Um, Certain military jackets, Stan Ray's. And a lot of times that is for us as well, for our record keeping. Like if Art knows someone's coming and he's like, oh, I can't remember what I charged them for this. I'll look it up. That way we have a reference point. Um, Because sometimes people don't remember and they want to argue with us. And it's like, no, we have your invoice here. This is what it says. Yeah, that's why I got B on it. Yeah. Um, what if after hearing the prices, the uh, price groupings, uh, I want to put some things back? Yeah, that's happened, and that's I get that. So let's say if you're a first-time shopper, what I try to do is get to you probably like a half hour to hour into your shopping and go over pricing with what you've already picked so you kind of know what to expect because nobody likes surprises. You know, you want it to be as successful for you and for me as well. You know, you come here. You spend money, you shop, you get the things you need, and then you're able to make money on it. It's a win for you, and it's a win for me because I know you'll be back. Now, after the second time, you've pretty much got an idea of what the pricing is. And there, there might be something that's like, oh, you grab this jacket, but you didn't realize it was a 1940s jacket as opposed to just a cool denim jacket. Well, this jacket's $200, and you're like, you were thinking it's a normal $50 jacket. No problem. I have put it back. Yeah, but it, when you weed out, you should kind of have an idea. But at the end, when you see prices, don't I don't want anybody ever to feel obligated to buy anything just because it's already in their cart. You know, you got an ideal. I'd say like an ideal amount of like we call them putbacks would be like how many pieces? Depends how many pieces you started with. But right. if, I mean, ten pieces doesn't sound like a lot. But if you brought twenty pieces in your cart, you're putting half of it back. I, I go by percentage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the so, amount of time you have to put back. It shouldn't take me more than five to ten minutes. And it to has put back. taken Art and I like after some people leave or like the next day because we just don't feel like doing it that that like afternoon. Like it's taken me thirty minutes to an hour to put back stuff sometimes. Oh yeah, Probably like if the stuff's on you. hangers, yeah, it's a lot easier. But and a lot of people if you take leave your stuff it. on hangers. Yeah, some people take it off even though they're not buying it. I'm like, no, leave it with the hanger so we know where yeah. it goes. Yeah, because our hanger section, you know, I mean, we, we have over a hundred rolling racks. Yeah. So, uh, and, and plus all thing, the pipe racking. 
excuse me, one thing worth, um, I think also calling out and I've mentioned this before, but like, don't, it's, it's not good to come here thinking like we're, we're a thrift store and you're getting thrift store pricing, maybe on some items, but you know, I have seen the look on some people's face, especially like the friends that, you know, like we're trying to like stop that from happening, like friends that come with someone and the look on their face, like when you tell them how much the price categories are, it looks like they like shit themselves. You know what I mean? They're like, <gasps> what? These are all $20. You know, it's like they have that thrift store thrifting pricing uh, mentality. And like the reality is, is most of the warehouse is highly curated. We've spent a lot of time making it easy for you to shop. And yeah, it might look like a little messy when you're here, but art literally knows where everything is. I've spent almost five years now picking special pieces, putting them on hangers, washing them, making it easy for you to shop. So once again, like our time is, we have to put a value on our time and that's why things aren't, you know, dirt cheap here. Yeah. I think they're, they're priced fair. I think it's very based fair on pricing. what I know what people sell for. It's yeah. like, sometimes I think some of our, some, some people, not too many of them have unrealistic expectations in terms of their markup and with cool and rare pieces, your markup shouldn't be, you know, trying to meet that margin of IMU 75 or 80%. Now it, it, sometimes it just, you're cool with 50 because you have a cool piece and you turn it, you doubled your money. That should be good enough. It shouldn't have to be triple or quadruple everything you buy. Yeah, you can't expect to hit your markup percentage with every single item. Like no. sometimes you'll make up for it with like a higher, you know, you'll have a higher margin and sometimes it's gonna be lower and that'll even itself out. Yeah, yeah, and then plus having a cool piece is nice to have because it attracts attention. Exactly. Yeah. Um, can I bring my own bags to shop? Yeah. How do you like? Well, how do you package my my goods when I'm done? Packaging the goods. Yeah. Package okay. my goods. Well, <laughs> very good. <laughs> All, right. All right. Sorry. Uh, well, some people do bring their bags. I use bags here, uh, big garbage bags. I call them the serial killer bag yeah. because um, we were gifted those. Well, they're so. very they're very sturdy. By they're clients. black. Yep. And um, they hold quite a bit. They hold a lot, and people bring them back quite a few times and reuse them. So if you have the patience to store them somewhere and, and the memory to remember to bring them with you, great. Um, Ikea had, bags are Ikea good. Ikea bags are good. You know, I mean, if you're buying a lot, you're going to have to bring a lot or, you know, we just yeah. won't be able to do that much with them eventually. Um, but we, you know, we do provide bags, but if you'd like to bring your own just to start, you know, if that's something that's important to you being more eco-conscious, I totally get it. Yeah. It's just a lot of people bring bags and it's nowhere near enough for... And it's fine. We have plenty, yeah. but if that's your right. thing, that's your thing. Oh, and then sometimes, shit. I forgot the patron stuff. No. And sometimes we've had it to where some it didn't, everything didn't fit in someone's car. And we have such unbelievable shipping rates yeah. that well, we that just ship it. that was my next it. question. Can, we, yeah. can I ship if it doesn't fit in my vehicle? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we have amazing rates, like... There's yeah, three I mean, you, three Japanese clients. Pay, like, well, we Japanese are different because they get like the international rate. Yeah, but even the San Francisco, our Bay Area yeah, clients, like, we ship quite a bit. Be prepared to pay like anywhere from depending where you are, like twenty five to fifty a box in the U.S. Yeah, basically uh, twenty. To, yeah, twenty to fifty. You're right. Yeah, so if that's going to make your life easier, you know, you just have to take that money and add it in across all your goods. So you have like a what we would call in my old days as a buyer um, a load. And a load, 
a load is just something that goes into your landed costs. So you would add in shipping. So if you're, you know, forget it. No. If, you know what I mean. Yes, it's two boxes. Added, it's just two added boxes. into your yes. cost of goods. Right. Um, okay. Time for patron talk. Um, Tiffany, we talked about Tiffany last week. She did not get to ask a burning question, so I, I asked her for one this morning if she had one. Um, and she wants to know, what are your warehouse slash business plans for the next 10 years, and are your kids interested in taking over the warehouse? Ooh, Tiff, that's a good one. Uh, I am not pushing them into it in any way. Uh, my oldest is interested in, in uh, T-shirts and street fashion right now. I so don't, just I don't that foresee component. either one of them being interested in it. Was that a question to you or me? No, I'm just saying like based off of what I know about them, I don't, I don't think They're so. not. Yeah. They're not. Um, and I don't want them to do it, honestly. I, I'd like them to find their own way. And if this is this brings them back to this way, that's fine. Um, but I do want them to be able to use their minds and, and have their own businesses, whatever that is. I, think I don't they, want them to work for to anybody. Start, they need to start working. Right. Too much soccer, not enough work. Yeah. I started working when I was 13. Oh, yeah. I've heard that same story. I don't know. No, yeah, yeah. What? At Winkies? No. And then the pizza place? Winkies was a pizza place. See? And then and now I was an altar girl and I served funerals and weddings. I got paid bank. I started a savings My account. kids would not be allowed in a church. No. <laughs> They're little well, angels. Yeah. Anyways, I made a lot of money that summer. So the plans for the next 10 years, uh, me and my brother have been talking about it. The goal is to sell it all and get back into Beanie Babies. <laughs> no, I literally have about 100 Beanie Babies. I found them again, oh and God. I've I've put them individually in the, like little caskets. I my name is Bridget Morawski, and I'm the creative director for Baz's Beanie Babies. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're gonna be making little Beanie Baby outfits, <laughs> dressing them all up. Remade, recycled Beanie Baby clothes. Right. You know, I haven't looked at it into the ten year, but I know I'm gonna be buying and selling something. You know, that's kind of the nature of Baz Brothers Unlimited. It wasn't Baz Brothers Vintage. It was Baz Brothers Unlimited because we were buying and selling everything from computer parts to books to shoes to tequila. You name it, we sold it. Yeah, parachutes, uh, trains, military trucks. So, you know, when you have space and you love to buy and then you like to sell, so it's unlimited. I'd love to sell half the stuff I have and start buying other stuff just, you know, for the excitement. Uh, just give me a heads up so I can. Oh no, you're going to be our lumber, lumber lady, <laughs> lumber lady, lumber. Yeah. For wood. Oh Christ. Nope. You don't like old wood. <laughs> what? Reclaimed wood. <laughs> good sturdy Oak. Oh, I love some good wood. All right. Um, old I feel wood. like you sufficiently answered Tiff's question. Yes. Okay. And I wanted to give a shout out to our new patron. Her name is Bronwyn Merch. Uh, her Instagram is at mothership.vintage, at mothership.vintage, appropriate oh, for my skin. I really like theme. that mothership. Yeah. Come Look get me. Look out below. Take me away. Okay. Um, Look I out not, below. Here comes the mothership. <laughs> I don't have a burning question from her at the moment, which is okay. fine. You can always come up with one later. Um, but check out uh, Bron Bron. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I've never heard of that name ever. It's, it's Irish. Very nice, Bronwyn. Bron Bronwyn. Uh, check out her Instagram at mothership.vintage. 
And if you would like to become a patron, you can do so at patron.podbean.com slash my best vintage life podcast. Um, and you can either pledge $2, $5, or $20 a month. Most people are doing the $5 price point right now, and that gets you two bonus minisodes a month, a personal and or business shout-out, and a burning question for art on the podcast. Um, and next week's minisode, Art's going to be on, and he's going to talk a little bit about a cool find he had last weekend. Want to give a oh, little yeah. teaser? It was in an old barn. Yeah, a lot, some old wood. Old wood. Local? Local. Cool. Uh, lots of denim, uh, all from the 1940s and 50s. Talking like you're on a sex line. Hi. <laughs> Christ. I think it's that coconut got stuck back there. Oh, oh God. Art's mom made us cookies. She's the best. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, next week's mini-sode, Art's going to talk about a local barn find, some fun vintage he found. So if you are interested in that, pledge now. It's $5 a month, and you can cancel any time right now. We have um, quite a few bonus episodes. Yeah, it was already. 116 pieces. I 116 counted. 116 pieces. That made the wash. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to do the $20 level, that gets you all the $5 benefits, but you also get a 30-minute mentor call with me, and sometimes Art, he'll jump on them occasionally uh, once a month, and people uh, are really liking that. So that's an option. Really great for business owners, I'd say, more so than vintage enthusiasts. And thank you to all our patrons for your support. We really appreciate it. We are, uh, I think, just over 50% of my new goal of $150 a month. So That's we're getting excellent. there. I wanted to hit 150 so I could buy my little my new microphone. Um, sorry, your chair has to wait. That's fine. I like this one. Okay. And then if you're interested, um, I did start a Substack blog called The Girl in the Awkward Outfit. You can go there and subscribe, The Girl in the Awkward Outfit. I'm going to be writing Am a I new the girl post. in the awkward outfit? No, I am. You are. Yeah, oh. my new post is um, going to be called Catholic School Uniform Suppression Equals Fashion Obsession. I love it. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking a little bit Man. about my journey through Catholic school and why I think it's... Made me I don't know if that a, should be like a t-shirt or a bumper sticker. Yeah. Well, that's my next post. So if you're interested, uh, check it out. The girl in the awkward outfit at Substack. That could be Marisa, too. It could be Marisa. Very rigorous. Yes. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> in the meantime, my friends, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy. Be Wait, kind. I had one more thing to oh, say. you did? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Don't be basic. Oh, and don't be basic. Bye. Bye.